Welcome. You're listening to the Forever Young Autobiographies Show. Hi and welcome. Today we're talking about what makes a good story. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about dialogue writing, suspense writing and other writing techniques to make your stories more captivating. The show today is brought to you by the Structure Success Video Training, which helps you come up with a rough outline, a framework for your own life story writing. And that could be, it could be an autobiography, it could be a memoir, a biography or some other project. If you are new here, welcome. It's where we learn to write life stories for family and friends. So unique memories can live on. And I'd be really happy if you could follow, subscribe and like the show. So I'm often telling stories at home, telling them to my husband, and sometimes I get carried away. He's giving me this signal, hurry up, get to the point. And you know, it, we're all guilty of this. We tell a story, we give, far too much, you know, not important information, background detail, and people are just waiting for you to come on, get on with it, get to the point. And we can do this with our life story writing as well. And we turn off our readers. They're not going to complete your reading your project. And so today I'm going to come up, I've got some ideas for you to use, to write into your book so that it's more captivating and engaging for your readers. And firstly, I just want to cover what I think is a really good story. So things you need to keep in mind before you use these techniques. The first one being to have a clear why you're writing. Why are you setting out on this project in the first, first place? The second is who are you writing for? You've really got to know your audience so you can tailor your writing to them. The third thing is to know your guiding messages. Why are you writing? What do you hope to convey? is a broad arching idea and you could have one or two ideas and sometimes people refer to these as themes it doesn't matter if you don't have them up front but it is really helpful if you do often you'll discover a major one or more as you're writing so don't get too stressed out about that but again have these things clear in your mind if you can especially why you're writing who you're writing and your guiding messages if you have a strong foundation for these you're going to create a good story. So on to the first technique I want to share with you today and that is dialogue writing. Now dialogue is what people say and it's a great technique to break up the flow of copy in your project. So you're going to give your readers a bit of um, a different type of flow. You're going to break it up and this is great because with dialogue you're getting the point of view of a character or someone who's speaking giving quotes in your project and you get to know their point of view of course but you get to see how they interact with others and also what they're thinking so this is really valuable to your reader so you don't need to do a lot of dialogue you could just use a few key sentences as part of a bigger anecdote and I get people saying to me but I can't remember all that way back in time I can't remember exactly what was said and that's fine just try and remember as much as you can and keep it as truthful as what you think was said. So the main idea here is to try and recreate the spirit of the conversation and even use phrases that you think or you know that character used. So it can be as truthful as possible this far into the future. 
So that was number one, dialogue writing. The second technique is to use detail. Now detail is great, for, especially for describing settings and characters. This will really help your reader stay engaged and it's going to create a really good story. Now it doesn't have to be long-winded, fancy, airy-fairy descriptions. I'm talking just a few key sentences again. So for example, perhaps you're describing the house where you grew up in. You're not going to go airy-fairy on me. You're not going to sort of describe the paddock across the street, you know, where they had tall uh, grasses that blew in the wind and they changed colour and oh yes, it was very, very long descriptions and that are going to bore your reader and you're going to make them turn off and stop reading. No, instead you could do something like this. Simply describe the facade of your house. Take your readers on a bit of a tour of the house. What rooms were there? What was the garden like? Was there anything unusual? Give some highlights of the house. Also talk about your neighbours or the greater neighbourhood. These things are going to really get your readers engaged. So remember to use some detail, especially for settings and character. That brings me to the third point or the third technique I have for you today and that is suspense. Now we've all encountered this especially in movies. When we watch a movie there's always the little details, the breadcrumb of suspense details that gets sprinkled through the scenes of the movie and it all comes together in the end. And this is something we can do with our writing projects. So for example you might write, in a first draft you might have written uh, in year one, I met a young, um, a young girl called Betty and she had long plaits and she became the love of my life and we were married for 50 glorious years, something like this, say. But you've given the whole picture away here. You've given the big story away to your reader. They know what's going on now. But instead, you could have written just a little suspense sentence there. You could have said, in year one, I met this tall girl called Betty. She had the long plaits with the blue ribbons on the end. Then you leave that for a bit and you might bring Betty in again related to another anecdote maybe in another chapter and you can keep doing this okay so eventually your readers going to be like hmm who's this Betty girl? Why are we hearing so much about her? What's what's going to happen here? And you've got that suspense effect. So use those suspense breadcrumbs to keep your reader engaged, to keep them reading along your good story journey. So there you have it. That's three core ideas or three core techniques that I'd love for you to try to keep your readers more captivated with your story, i.e. not it's not going to be a boring story, this is going to be a good story. The things we talked about was one, having that strong foundation of knowing who you're writing for, why you're writing, and if you've got any themes, that's fantastic. The techniques then you can start to use would be one, use some dialogue, two, use some detail for your settings and your characters, and thirdly, think about suspense. Don't give everything all away at the beginning. If you want to know more about this topic, this show is just a small section of a larger article I've got over at my website and you can go to foreveryoungautobiographies.com slash good story. And while you're here or while you're there, please leave me a comment. Is there a technique that you're going to try or have you got something else you'd like to share? Please leave me a comment or send me an email anytime by going to 
foreveryoungautobiographies.com slash contact. At the top of the show, I mentioned the Structure Success video training. And this gives you a rough outline for your projects. You come up with the chapters by using um, some exercises to come up with these ideas and events. Highly recommend you download that. You can go to foreveryoungautobiographies.com slash structure success video, structure success sign up. I'll have all the links for you down below. I'll be back again soon with another topic. So until then, happy writing.